0: the power that is in the communion and how the enemy has blinded the eyes of so many from partaking of the Lord's table. We try to establish the fact that the communion table is not a place you come to ask for forgiveness. We confess our sins not to be forgiven. We confess our sins because we're already forgiven. Hallelujah. He said in Jeremiah 31, I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel. Their iniquities and their sins I will remember no more. Hallelujah. He will remember what? No more. The devil has blinded so many by making the communion table a table where you have to search your innermost being, search your heart, and you have to ask God for cleansing. You have to ask God to purify you. You have to ask God to sanctify you and to do everything. You have to ask God to make you as white as snow before you can approach the communion table. But the scripture says, Whilst we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Hallelujah. Amen. Whilst we were yet what? Sinners. So the Lord, Jesus never waited for a man to be perfect before he went to the cross. The Father never waited for a man to be perfect before he went to the cross. Hallelujah. Whilst we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And after his death, he rose up again, triumphantly. But before his death, while they sat at the table, he told his disciples, he said, this is my body which is broken for you. This is my blood which is shed for many, for remissions of sins. That's in Matthew 26. Like we said last Sunday, the communion table is life for life. It's a table where Mortality is exchange for immortality. It's a table where the natural is exchanged for the supernatural. It's a table where the human is exchanged for divinity. Hallelujah. So when you come to the communion table, you are exchanging whatever is natural about you. For the supernatural of the Lord Jesus Christ. You are exchanging whatever is human about you. For the divinity of Christ. Hallelujah. You are exchanging whatever is natural about you. Or whatever is mortal about you. For the mortality that is in Christ Jesus. That is why he said in John chapter 6 that this is the bread that came down from heaven that a man may eat and not die. That whosoever eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood shall live like me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whatever you eat, determines how healthy you will be physically. But see, in the natural, even though some have done everything humanly possible to eat good, nevertheless, they still found themselves in hospitals. Medical doctors have run all kinds of tests on them, and they can't find what, they can't find anything wrong with their physical, but yet they are sick. Their bodies are not in perfect order. Jesus called his flesh meat. According to John Gospel, say my flesh is meat indeed. John chapter six and my blood is drink indeed. Hallelujah. So this becomes the most nutritious meal in all of the earth. This becomes the most nutritious medicinal meal To bring total healing to the spirit and soul and body of a man. He that eateth me, eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood shall live like me. If we can imagine Jesus being sick, then it will be possible for you to partake of his blood and flesh and be sick. Amen? If you can imagine the powers of darkness harassing Jesus in the night. If you can imagine witches and wizards oppressing Jesus in the night that he's sleeping, is not able to sleep. Then it is possible to partake of the Lord's table and be oppressed by demonic powers. Remember in the book of Mark, the gospel of Mark, When they were in the sea going, he was sleeping when the storm rose up, and yet he was still sleeping, to the point that the disciples said, don't you care that we perish? So the communion table is a physical representation of the man Jesus Christ. The communion table is about a physical representation of the man Jesus Christ. That whosoever eateth him will live like him, walk like him. As he was strong, lacking anything in his body. That is what will happen to any man that believes in his blood and his flesh. Let's open our Bible to Hosiah chapter 13. It's in the Old Testament. If you go to the New Testament, you won't find it. Hosea chapter 13. Verse 14. Isaiah 13. Verse 14. I will ransom them from the power of the grave. I will redeem them from death. O death, I will be thy place. O grave, I will be thy destruction. Repentance shall be healed from my eyes. Hallelujah. You see, this creature was talking about the finished work of Christ. This was a prophecy pointing to what Jesus was going to do on the cross. You see, on the cross, Jesus ransomed everyone of us from the power of death. Everyone that came to Christ, everyone that is born again has been ransomed from the power of death. Hallelujah. Everyone that is born again has been what? Ransom from the power of death. Listen carefully. The scripture went on to say this. I will redeem them from death. Oh death I will be that place. So, the man Jesus Christ is a plague to what we call death. And he's the only man that can plague death. He's the only man that can subdue death. He's the only man who has the keys of hell and death, according to Revelation 1 18. Hallelujah. So as believers, the enemy cannot force you to go to the grave anyhow. He can't force you to leave this earth anyhow. Ignorance has been the reason by hand premature death in the church. Ignorance has been what? Ignorance has been the reason by hand premature death in the church. The scripture says it's to said they know not, neither do they understand. It said, because of that, they will die like men. <laughs> Hallelujah. Men outside the kingdom can die anyhow. But men in the kingdom, long life is their heritage. Hallelujah. Men in the kingdom, long life is what you see. Abraham lived in the era of grace. So was Jacob, Isaac. How many years was Abraham? How many years was Jacob? How many years was Isaac? But you see, under the law, they began to die at age 70. And Jesus Christ came to redeem us from the law. He redeemed us from the law and connected us back to the grace that Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob enjoyed. Hallelujah. Men outside the kingdom can die anyhow. Men outside the kingdom can be sick any day, any time. Men in the kingdom are not supposed to be sick. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said in Isaiah, I'm not sure whether Isaiah 60 or 50, the last verse. He said, the habitants of Jerusalem shall not say they are sick. And in the kingdom, the blood and the flesh of Jesus Christ is the highest form of healing. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. If you are a Jew, this may sound foolishness. But if you are a believer who believes in the word of God, this is the mystery of God for total health. The communion table is the one is the mystery of God for total health. Like I said earlier on, in one of our Sundays, message, all the fight about healthcare, you as a believer should not be concerned about it. If you have correct understanding of scriptures, hallelujah, if you have correct understanding of what? Scriptures. Have we forgotten Proverbs twenty four, uh, Proverbs four, verse twenty? going? He said, "My son, attend to my words; incline your ears to my saying. Let those words not depart from your eyes, or, or uh, from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. He said, for they are life to those who find them, and health. Another translation says healing. Another translation says medicine to all their flesh." Medicine from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. Hallelujah. What would distinguish us in these last days from every unbeliever is divine health. Hallelujah. Is divine what? Is divine health. That is what would distinguish us. Strength and vitality, spiritual strength. We will possess energy that the world cannot understand. They have to consume Red Bull, maybe five or ten cans of Red Bull to be able to match what we have. And by the time man is taking ten cans of Red Bull, you know what is happening? He's heading towards death. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Look at the same Hosea chapter 14. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Isaiah 14 verse 4. I will heal their backsliding. I will do what? I will heal their backsliding. All these are prophecies pointing to the finished work of Christ. So do you have Christians that are that are backsliding? God said he will heal them. So anyone in your family that has vaccinated, God will heal them. All the vaccinated in your family, God will heal them. All the vaccinated in your family, God will heal them. So as we are partaking of the community, that's one thing I want you to believe. Maybe your father, your uncle, your sisters, or somebody close to you. You believe God for their healing. Hallelujah. You believe God for their their healing. I will hear their backslidings. I will love them freely. I will do what I will love them freely. So for my anger is turned away from him. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. Yeah. Glory to God. Amen. The anger of God is not upon you. It will come upon you. The anger of God was released upon Jesus Christ on the cross. Amen the judgment that you and I would have suffered was released upon him. The penalty of death that would have paid, the Father put it upon Jesus on the cross. So now, he is his love for you is unconditional, freely. So because of that, he has supplied you the most nutritious food not only on earth, but also in heaven. Because remember Matthew 26, he said, I will no longer eat of the fruit of this vine with you, but I will eat with you in my Father's kingdom. Hallelujah. So even in heaven, this is going to be practiced. practice. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So on the communion table, whatever death, Any death sentence, hanging on anybody, any threat of death comes to an end when you engage the communion table. Hallelujah. And when your Christianity is questionable, when one day, one leg is in the kingdom, the other leg is outside, you are not sure where you are standing. At the communion table, there is healing for you, so that both legs can be planted in the house of God. Hallelujah. He said, I will heal there by sliding. Glory to God, hallelujah. Since the time I gave my life to Christ, I didn't know it, I first gave my life to Christ in 1995. But there was no understanding until 1998. Since that time up to now, there's no reason strong enough. Not even one second, it didn't even cross my mind once again to go back, No. It has been from one glory to another glory. Hallelujah. 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 So whatever makes your Christianity questionable, whatever makes you not able to walk with the Lord, God is going to heal you finally this morning. Hallelujah. On the communion table, God is going to do what? God is going to heal you finally. God is going to bring an end to that. There are so many, they can't serve God consistently for six months. They can't. One year, that would be a miracle. That would be a miracle. But the scriptures foreseeing the finished work of Jesus Christ said, I will heal your backsliding. If he he said it, the same scripture is repeated in Jeremiah also. Hallelujah. Every backsliding Christian among us today. Get ready for supernatural healing. I said get ready for supernatural healing. Get ready for supernatural healing. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. I will ransom them from the power of the grave. I will redeem them from death. Oh death, I will beat their place. Oh grave, I will beat their destruction. Repentance shall be healed from our eyes. That is your portion in the name of Jesus Christ. So every threat of death is coming to an end this afternoon. In the name of Jesus Christ. Every threat of death. Amen. Oh yes. There are so many that every now and then they are being threatened by death. The enemy wants to take them out before their time. But we saw through our covenant fathers, Abraham left in a very old age. The same thing with Isaac. The same thing with Jacob. Hallelujah. We are not under the law to die at age 70. We are not under the law to do that. To die at age 70. Age 70 was given to the law. They couldn't keep the law. They broke the law. So God put that on them. But go back to Genesis. The book of grace. And study that book. After the sin of man after man sinned against God, after the flood and all those things, he said, man's heart has become wicked. Because of that, his days will be 120. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So if you are believing God to cross 70, start believing him to cross 120. I said, if you are believing God to cross 70, start believing God to cross 120. He said, with long life, with long life, with long life, no short one. With long life, will I satisfy him and show him my salvation? You need to be strong in your body to live long. I'm not saying 120, then, then you can't walk. 120, you are blind. 120, you can't hear. No, that's not long life. That more, more or less a curse. You know, there are some people have crossed 100 years, and it was better if they were dead. That people have crossed 90. And it was better if they were dead. That's not what happened to Abraham. That's not what happened to Jacob. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So long life is your heritage. I say, long life is your heritage. Say with me. Long life is my heritage. I want you to say with confidence. Long life is my heritage. Long life is my heritage. And I'm going to live very long. And I'm going to live very long. I will live long. I will live strong. I will finish strong. I will finish my race strong. I will be in perfect health. My eyes will not dim. My natural face will not be abated. Hallelujah. 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 So get ready. There's something happening in the body of Christ. Knowledge is coming to us. God is revealing things to us. Amen. We are not going to be subject to any human opinion. Amen. This is the opinion of God for us. That whosoever eateth my flesh, drinketh my blood, shall live like me. And I can imagine Jesus living in our era here with no sickness in, in his body, no pain in his body, no suffering, any illness or any sickness. Hallelujah. I can imagine Jesus living his life to the fullness. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 So don't let any medical doctor deceive you. We thank God for what they are doing to help the unbelievers. Hallelujah. And the ones that they cannot do, they will bring it to us and we will help them. Hallelujah. Oh yes. Not every sickness is natural. Some of them are demonic. Some of them are what? Demonic. So the ones that are demonic, they'll bring them to us, we'll cast out devils, and those people will be healed. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Look at Joshua uh, chapter 14. Joshua chapter 14. Look at what uh, Caleb said to you. Joshua. Joshua 14, verse 10 and 11. And now, behold, the Lord has kept me alive, as he has said these forty and five years. Even since the Lord spoke this word unto Moses, while the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness. And now, lo, I am this day four square, and five years old. That's eighty-five years old. Now look at what Caleb said. Verse 11. As yet I am as strong this day as I was in the day that Moses sent me. Forty years. After 40 years, Caleb is saying that he is as strong as he was. So his strength was not diminishing. His strength was constantly increasing. At age 85, Caleb went to war. He didn't seek help from his brethren. He took the mountain by himself at age 85. And these were people under the law. 85 years. 85 years. And look at us in our days. We see somebody at age 30. They're already looking like 60. So it is time to start believing God for divine health. He said, no, don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? It is time for us to believe that scripture so that the Holy Ghost can service our bodies. You know, just like you take your car to the mechanics for one, oil change for service. And then they will diagnose the car and they tell okay, you need to replace this. You need to replace that. You need this. You need that. So the car can be running smoothly. The communion table is a service center of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. To service your body and take out every junk, every disease, every weakness, every demonic or planters. The Holy Ghost at the communion table ministers health to your body by taking care of all those things. Caleb was 85 years old. Strong, Physically. Strong. Physically. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. By the time you are 85, people will be thinking you are 40. Hallelujah. As you believe this mystery, and you keep practicing this mystery, at age 85, they will think you are 40. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Imagine Jesus here on earth. He has, he has become so old that he will be now shaking. There's a great man of God in Nigeria who has crossed 120. He preaches, I think, two services every Sunday. No walking stick, no help from any man. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Stop believing it all before it's too late. Amen start believing it before it's too, hard, before it's too late so Joshua Caleb uh, said to Joshua as yet I am as strong this day as I was in the day that Moses sent me as my strength was there even so is my strength now for war, did you see that? he said even so is my strength now." not, not, not just walk around the neighborhood and greet friends he said for war Even so, is my strength now for war. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Men, Men under the old covenant, under the law, at 885, they have strength to go to war. Imagine the new covenant. Believers. Imagine the new covenant. Believers who are constantly partaking of the Lord's table. Imagine our strength. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He said, now, now therefore give me this mountain wherefore the Lord spoke in that day. For thou hearest in that day how the Anakins were there. You know Anakins? Anakins were giants. They were strong men. They were men of war. Caleb took them down. One man brought them down. He took that mountain. The Anakins were the one possessing the mountain, possessing the land. He chased them out and took over the land. After today, divine strength will be infused into your system. You will take over the mountains of your enemies. I say you will take over the mountains of your enemies. You will take over the mountains of your enemies. You will take over the mountains of your enemies. Any other kings in your life, you will take over them. You will subdue them in Jesus name. You will subdue them in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Psalm 105. Psalms 105. So don't look at the other kings. <laughs> look at the God inside you. The greater one inside you. Psalm 105, verse 35. Psalm 105, verse 37, sorry. I'm going to read from 37 to 40. He brought them forth also with silver and gold. And there was not one feeble person among their tribes. And there was not one feeble person among what? Their tribes. You see the word feeble person? When he brought them out of Egypt, the scripture said there was no, not even one among the 12 tribes of Israel. None of them was feeble. No feeble one among them. No one was weak among them. There was no deformity among them. No what? No deformity of any kind. No one feeble person among them. No one witnessed among them. Look at verse 38. Egypt was glad when they departed. For the fear of them fell upon them. He spread a cloud for a covenant. And fire to give light in the night. The people asked. And he brought quails. And satisfied them with bread of heaven. Did you see that? He said he satisfied them with bread of heaven. But then Jesus said the bread that they ate, it wasn't the true bread. In John chapter 6. The bread that they ate in the wilderness made them so strong that no one, there was no sickness among them, no feebleness among them, no weakness or deformity of any kind among them. Yet Jesus said that bread is nothing compared to the one that he's given us. So every weakness of your body, every weakness of the flesh will give up. Hallelujah. Because under the law, they bread the earth. They call it the bread from heaven. But Jesus said that was not the true bread. In John chapter 6. He said that was not the true bread. But if that bread provided them strength, provided them that spiritual energy, that there was no weakness among them no feebleness among them Then imagine what the bread of life jesus the son of the living god will do inside you glory to god glory to god every weakness the enemy has planted inside you that weakness will disappear this afternoon in the name of jesus christ in the name of jesus christ He satisfied them with the bread of heaven. He satisfied them with the bread of heaven. And it was the bread of heaven that Caleb was eating. That 40 years, he was 40 years when Caleb and Joshua and the rest were sent to go and spy the land. And after 45 years, he said, I am as strong as I was those days. Give me this mountain. He said, strong for war. Jesus said that was not the true bread. Yet, that bread they ate every single day. You know, they ate manna every single day. They ate that manna for 40 years. That manna gave them supernatural strength. No sickness among them. No disease among them. No deformity. They were mentally sound. And Jesus said that is nothing compared to what he has given us. He said, This is the true bread. This is the true bread. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let me show you another example. 2 Kings chapter 4. 2 Kings chapter 4. verse 38. Second Kings chapter 4, verse 38. You know the story. And Lasha came again to Gilgal, and there was draft in the land. And the sound of the prophets were sitting before him, and he said unto his servant, set on the great pot and Sears potted for the sons of the prophets. And one went out into the field to gather herbs and found a wild vine. He found a wild, wild vine and gathered of wild growth, his loveful, and came and shared them into the pot of portage for they knew them not. So they poured out for them, for the men to eat, and it came to pass as they were eating of the pottage, that they cried out and said, Oh, thou man of God, there is death in the pot. Did you see that? As they were eating, they began. You see, they mistakenly gathered a wild vine, a poisonous uh, vine. So, as they were eating, they noticed that they were being affected by the potage. So they cried out, "Oh, man of God, there is death in the pot!" So there is death in the pot. Hallelujah. And they could not eat therefore. But he said, and he said, then bring, he said, then bring meal. And he cast it into the pot. And he said, Pour out for the people that they may eat. And there was no harm in the pot. Did you see that? He asked them to bring the meal. What is the meal there? The meal that means bread, it means flour. Did you see that? How do we get bread? We get it from the flowers. The literal translation says this. That he asked them to bring the flour. That is what we use in making bread. And that is the same flour that was used when Jesus sat at meat with his disciples. He took the bread that came out of the flour and blessed it, and broke it, and gave it to them. He said, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. So, figuratively, the prophet Elisha took the flesh of Christ and cast it into the death pot, and there was no longer poison in the pot. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There was no longer poison in what? In the pot. so whatever is in your body, any no poison by way of food, and most of times, most of what we eat today is nothing but poison, because they have altered the, the, how they call it, the, is it the genetics or whatever they call it. You can't tell me that soda is good. <laughs> Hallelujah. Most of our modern day fast food is nothing but death. It's nothing but what? Death. So the flesh of Christ is the the same meal that Elijah cast into the pot to neutralize death. So whatever you have eaten in the past, or maybe you are eating something that you may not know now, but it may affect you later. But if you engage in this mystery, if you engage in this mystery, it will constantly swallow death. And now look at the word death. It also means pestilence. It also means what? Pestilence. It means diseases. It means plagues. That is why Jesus said, He who eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood shall live like me. Meaning that in your system, you will have what we call poison neutralizer. Hallelujah. In your system you have what we call what? Poison neutralizer. That is your system will be ready for anything. Have you forgotten Matthew chapter 6? And when they drink any deadly thing, it will not harm them. Have you forgotten that scripture? Oh yes. So your system will be ready for any poison that by mistake will enter there. Because the poison neutralizer of his flesh is there to neutralize that poison. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That is why I said don't play with this mystery. This is the most important Christian practice. This is not a church ritual. This is not a church doctrine. This is the power of God to bring healing Amen. and deliverance to whosoever will who believe it. Hallelujah. So his flesh is a poison neutralizer. Hallelujah. His flesh is what? Poison neutralizer. It neutralizes poison in food that we eat. That is why I said as often as you do this, that's why we have to do it continuously. Jesus knew ahead of time that this is how the world was going to be. So down, you know, coke and all these things will become the order of the day, which is not good for our our health. So don't tell me that God has not God, he said, He He declares the end from the beginning. So before God will begin something, has already ended it. Amen. Before God will come and tell us something, has already finished it. That is how He will praise. Glory to God. So before God created the earth, he has already finished the earth. And he saw through time all these things were going to happen. That a time was coming, that healthcare would be a major topic of discussion in America. That it will be so expensive that so many people cannot afford. How much would a a bottle of um, uh, great juice cost? How much? Maybe $2 or $3. And by faith, that could bring total health to every part of you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This will not cause your premiums to go. You don't need premiums, you don't need anything, no monthly payment, nothing, no doctor's visit. Even if you are going for doctor's visit, just to confirm what God has done. To confirm what? To confirm what God has done already, that you are in perfect health. Hallelujah. Amen. So the sons of the prophet cried to the prophet. He said, "There is death in the pot." He said, "Bring the meal, bring the flour, bring the bread." And when he cast it into the pot, the poison was no more. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So every death, every poison in your system will be neutralized this afternoon. Amen. Will be neutralized this afternoon. Amen. Will be neutralized this afternoon. Amen. Neutralized this afternoon Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Verse 44. Sorry, verse 41. And he said, Then bring meal. And he cast it into the pot. And he said, Pour out for the people that they may eat. And there was no more harm in the pot. There was no more harm in the pot. So from today, No more harm in your body. No more pestilence in your body. No more diseases in your body. No more place in your body. No more infirmities in your body. In the name of Jesus Christ. No more pains in your body. Glory to God. Because the meal of life is coming to you. You are receiving the meal of life. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's unfortunate the world people will not understand. The people in the world will not understand. Glory to God. So as you partake of the meal, as you partake of the flesh of Christ, see his flesh waging total war against death. See his flesh waging total war against every demonic poison in your system. See his flesh waging total war against plagues. Glory to God, hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God, hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God, hallelujah. Amen. Finally, Zechariah chapter 9. Zechariah chapter 9. I, I should, This is my own testimony. In America here, between 2003 and 2005, I began having severe stomach pains. So severe. I couldn't sleep in the night. Now I've always known the mystery of the communal, but there was no much understanding. So after going through my notes and scriptures, one night it was so severe I couldn't sleep. I got up and got a piece of bread and a small uh drink of hunter. After blessing it, I said, Satan, as far as I am concerned, this is the ultimate medicine. I said, this is his flesh, this is his blood. And as far as I'm concerned, after taking this, I am healed. And I said, Satan, if you want, do your worst. And I am going back to sleep. Now, remember, I couldn't sleep. I woke up to partake of the communion, I couldn't sleep. As I said, do your worst, I am going to sleep. And after taking the communion, I slept off. That was it. In my dreams, I began vomiting. I began throwing up continuously. For two days, the Lord said it was the poison in your system. It wasn't, I, didn't, I didn't throw out physically. It was spiritually. For two days. And that was the end. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. So we are not teaching you doctrines. Whatever the devil has planted in your body, you will vomit it out in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. After partaking of this meal, you will vomit it out. Man, look there are people who sleep in their dreams and they eat. You know, demons come to offer people food and they wake up and they are complaining of pain. You don't know what, is, what has happened to them. Like we said last Sunday, some are spiritually married. You see? To this demonic spirits, It takes a communion to break that union. Because when you come to the Lord's table, you are one spirit with the Lord one flesh with him, your union with him becomes stronger. The same way, in dreams, demons, devils, comes to feed so many with sickness and diseases in the form of food. They see themselves with their families or their friends having a party. Or they are with, with their, it's not a party, it's demonic uh, uh, storage of sickness and diseases. Amen. And they were just picking the ones that you like. Hallelujah! Say so the satanic kind of food you have eaten in your dreams. Get ready; they will be flushed out of your system. I said they will be flushed out of your system. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Look at Zechariah chapter nine, verse eleven. So his flesh deals with your flesh to restore perfect health. His flesh deals with the mind to restore mental dignity. His blood launches total war against the powers of darkness that are working against you. Zechariah chapter 9, verse 11 and 12. As for thee also, by the blood of thy covenant, i have set forth that prisoners out of the pigway in the snow water it's a turn to the stronghold ye prisoners of hope even today do to i declare i will render double unto you hallelujah so when you come to the community table you are coming to your stronghold you are coming to your what your stronghold your stronghold your stronghold and under your stronghold the powers of demons, uh, the powers of darkness can no longer manifest He said, today do I declare that I will render double unto you. So whatever the devil stole from you, through the blood of Jesus Christ, you are receiving double. I said, you are receiving double. You are receiving double. He said, I will render double unto you. There are so many destinies that have been exchanged in the realm of the Spirit. So many marriages have been exchanged in the realm of the spirit. There are so many satanic or courting transactions going on on behalf of people in the realm of the spirit. But this afternoon, through this communion, there will be a total reversal of those things. I said, There will be a total reverse of those things. He said, Turn to your stronghold, come to your stronghold, and by your stronghold, I am going to render double unto you. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Look at look at it again. It's a turn to the stronghold, ye prisoners of hope. Did you see that? It's a prisoners of hope. They have been imprisoned. The devil has imprisoned their destinies. The devils have imprisoned their marriages, imprisoned their souls. By every captive here, by the word of the Lord, after this communion, you are coming out of every satanic prison. I say you are coming out of every satanic prison you are coming out of every occultic prison. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So many have been in prison married, that they can't find who to marry. They are constantly meeting the wrong people, the wrong men or the wrong women. But this afternoon, by the word of the Lord, that satanic prison will be shattered to pieces. That satanic prison will be shattered to pieces. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, turn to the stronghold, ye prisoners of hope. Even today, do to I declare, I will render topo unto you. So the prison gates, the foundation of that prison, will be totally shattered today. Those prison doors will open on their own accord. In the name of Jesus Christ, those, those prison garments that they have put on you, the fire God will consume them right now. I said, the fire of God will consume you right now in the name of Jesus Christ. You see, we are told in the book of Revelation. He said, what is the land that was laid for us to receive power, to receive glory, to receive riches, honor, and strength. Hallelujah. This is what is in his blood. Power, riches, glory, honor, and strength. Power to break every barrier. Power to destroy every hand of the enemy. Power to stop every plague and every curse that is against you. That is what his blood will do this afternoon. You see, So we need that understanding to engage in the communion continuously. His blood will be ministering destruction to the powers of darkness. His flesh will minister death. To anything called death. We minister what? Death. To anything called death. His flesh will be a poison neutralizer in our system. Neutralizing every poison that mistakenly finds its way into our system. Restoring health and strength and vitality to us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Rise to your feet with me. And I want you to open your mouth and receive. Receive all that you desire from the communion table right now. Whatever you desire, this is the time. This is the time that whatever is not of God in your body must go right now.